Welcome to the Reflection Pool Podcast, produced by the Vernal Pool, UC Merced's undergraduate creative arts journal. My name is Cassandra, and today I'm joined by Memphis, my co-podcast director for the Vernal Pool. Today, we will open the semester interviewing each other. Hi, everybody. My name is Memphis. Just as a quick intro, I'm a third year, I'm a GASP major, and like Cassandra said, I am the co-podcast director for the Reflection Pool podcast. Cassandra, can you share with the audience where you're from and what's your major? Yes, I am from the Bay Area, more specifically Vallejo, California, and I am a psychology major. Memphis, what about you? Where are you from? What's your major? Oh, right. I answered that. Um, well, I'm from Los Angeles. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I'm from Los Angeles. Um, and my major, and I'm a, and I'm a gas major. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. So what made you choose UC Merced, Memphis? You know, I really like... It sounds odd. I like, like, rural, like, farm areas. Mm -hmm. I always kind of have. I think it's a very, like, calm, like, cool pace. Um, And it's, like, a nice, like, break from everything. It's also really green. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like being able to see cows in the morning. And they're really good with financial aid. They are. They are. Why did you choose UC Merced? (laughs) That was actually one of the reasons why I came to UC Merced, because our financial aid rate is pretty high. Another top reason I chose UC Merced was because we have really small class sizes compared to other UCs. And I don't want to sit in an auditory room with like a thousand people, Mm -hmm. you know, like other places. I also like that this school was in a smaller town, uh, which would help me focus and not be at like a party school. Mm -hmm. So... I really like the calm environment of the area, so that's why I chose the school. Yeah, it's really nice. It's also like with the smaller class sizes, like reach out to your professors, like they kind of like know you as long as you introduce yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that my professors know who I am, they know the work that I'm doing and the work that I want to do in the future, so that's a big added bonus to Mm -hmm. being here. What inspired you to join the Vernal Pool team? Well, a representative had showed some slides last semester in my environmental writing class, and I was like, oh, I want to be published as an undergraduate student. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I was choosing my classes, I was like, oh, I felt as though if I was on the team, I'd be more likely to publish work. Mm-hmm. So that was the reason why I joined the team. How about you, Memphis? Uh, what inspired you to join the Vernon Pool Literary Team? I actually got an email hmm. um, from the head of my department. Uh, shout out to Jason Beaster Jones. He sent an email and they were like, oh, the Vernal Pool is looking for um, like team members for this upcoming semester. And I've always wanted to work at like an like a journal or like a school newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And that's why that's why I joined. And I like it so far. Nice. Nice. Same. Yeah. Same. So Memphis, do you plan on submitting any work to the journal? As of right now, probably not. Mm hmm. Just out of, like, personal, like, I'm super busy with classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe later. I do, like, 
like writing a lot um so i might like think about it but as of right now no what about you do you plan submitting anything I do. I actually started looking over um, the piece that I wanted to submit. So I need to edit my piece a couple of times before I put it, uh, before I submit it. And I need to make it a little bit more relevant to the theme. Mm. Um, But yeah, I intend on submitting at least one piece. Mm. Nice. That's exciting. Can't wait to read it. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do you you want to or how do you hope to influence this semester's journal? I want to get more submissions. I want to make sure that I'm doing as many class presentations to let folks know that we have an undergraduate journal that people can submit to. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that my peers and my classes know. I live on campus, so I want my roommates to know. Mm -hmm. I just want everyone to be aware so that they can take advantage of the opportunity of becoming published while they're an undergraduate student. So I want to focus on getting more submissions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like reminded my roommates yesterday because one of them, she's a poet, nice. um, and she was she wanted to submit, and so I remember I was like texting her. I was like, "Hey, submissions are open until March 31st." <laughs> I hope to sort of, I guess, like, grow the journal. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of got, like, its routine already, what Mm -hmm. it likes to publish, what we're going through. Um, But it would be nice if it had, like, a wider audience, Mm -hmm. more people, like you said, submit, or if it could grow into, like, print edition. Yes. Um, So I'm hoping to help, like, be able to move it forward, maybe even get, like, the reflection pool, like, more listeners and different Mm -hmm. things like that, Mm -hmm. widen the audience for the podcast like right now yeah I remember us talking about finding other platforms to post the podcast on so that more folks can be able to tune in and hear what we have to say yeah look out for that might get it on a platform (laughs) near you soon (laughs) Spotify maybe who knows gosh I I hope so I use Spotify So we have a random question. Memphis, Mm. what's your hobby? Do you have a hobby? I try to have hobbies. (laughs) Um, I don't don't stick with them. I have that tendency where if I'm not good at it, like right in that moment, I drop it immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Same. (laughs) I have like embroidery kits in my apartment that are finished. Um, I think probably reading is probably my best hobby. I also like looking, like, I know a lot about, like, stand-up comedy and, like, the mm-hmm. history, so I like to collect, like, old records. Um, but between the, the, like, the both of those, probably reading. I read a lot. Um, a lot more now. Mm-hmm. I stopped for a while, but I picked it back up, and that's probably my, like, number one hobby. What about you? What's your hobby? My hobby is crocheting. I like to crochet everything. Um, My focus lately has been clothes, so Mm -hmm. making sure that I can create something custom for all body types. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were you were telling me right. You in the in the picture you had on um in the Slack. You were in a the sweater you made. You yes, 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 it. yes, yes, yeah. yes. The like green bell sleeve situation. Oh my gosh, yes. I love sleeves like that too. Yes, oh, they're so cute. The drama. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I love to crochet. Um, I say that I'm a third generation crochet artist as my mom and grandma are crochet um, artists as well. Um, that's so, that's cool. How long did it take you to make the sweater? I would say about five hours. Oh my gosh, really? Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say at least two days. That's crazy. If I can like sit down and do a piece nonstop, I can bust it out in a few hours. Unless it's like a dress or that's Mm going to take a couple of days. Um, But as long as I can like do it in one sitting, I can get it out pretty fast. What's the biggest piece you've made? Ooh, that's a good question. The biggest piece that I've made was more than likely a blanket. Um, I can't think of the biggest piece that I've made, but I know for sure it was a blanket. You know what? Lies. The biggest piece (laughs) (laughs) that I made was a peacock blanket, and it took so long because I had to crochet a big old blue square, then I had to make the individual peacock feathers, then I had to sew the feathers on top of the blanket. Um, That's cool. What did you do that for? Was it like, oh, a friend had uh, commissioned me for that blanket. If I was to make a peacock blanket again, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it that way. But that for sure had to take like 40, 50 hours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool, though. Do you do you do you knit too, or is it just crochet? I just crochet. Knitting seems so abstract. I'm like, what are these two needles for? Uh, since crochet just uses one, um, but I hear that knitting is substantially harder than crochet. Um, I respect knitting artists, uh, but I have no desire to knit. <laughs> <laughs> so our last question. Um, I'm going to give you a two-parter since your hobby is reading. I want to know a book recommendation that you would give our audience, and I also want to know your favorite genre. Okay. I'll answer the second one first because that one's easier. My favorite genre (laughs) is probably horror fiction. Nice. Um, I read a lot of... My mom is, like, really into Stephen King, and so, like, Mm. by default, I'm into Stephen King. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I probably read most of his books... By now, he writes a lot, though. So there's probably, like, ten that he published last year that I did He read. is busy writing. He's always... Ri- I mean, what else? He lives in Maine. Like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> like, Shout out to Maine. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, heard, I hear the lobster's amazing. But, um, yeah, so I read a lot of horror fiction. And if not horror fiction, I, want, I started, like, trying to get into, like, memoirs. Hmm. But... I don't know, like something about memoirs I just, I can't get into. I read Seth Rogen's memoir, which Mm -hmm. came out last year, and that was really good. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was really good. And it's got Seth Rogen on it, so it's pretty (laughs) obvious, like, which one it is. Um, And the cover's really cool. If I had to recommend a book, probably it would be... Like, a classic horror would be, like, Cell by Stephen King. It's Mm. not classic. I don't know when it came out. Maybe sometime in, like, the mid-2010s. But that one's really good. That was the first book I ever read by him. And it was, like... It's, like, um, like dystopian. Like, what if, like, cell phones made you go, like, crazy and kill Mm. each other? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's violent in, like, that regard. So there's, like, a trigger warning for that. It is a horror book, so... There's that, but it's really good. Um, and more like, 
I guess, fiction fiction if you're not into horror. And this is a very basic recommendation because you're going to see it on TikTok. <laughs> um, it's uh, either Cirque or Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Hmm. It's so good. It is a romance. Cirque is not a romance. It's more of like a coming-of-age book. <laughs> um, but if you like your mythology and you like romance, I... A hundred percent recommend those, especially like LGBT romance. Mm. The Song of Achilles really, oh my gosh, it really got me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I had to put it down. My mom, I had, I made my mom read it, mm-hmm. and then shout out to my mom because I keep bringing her up. <laughs> um, and she, we were in the car, and she gets dizzy, so she had me read the end to her, and I couldn't get through it. Like we had to pull over. I was like, Mom, I'm crying. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good. I recommend it. Nice. What about you? Do you read? Do you have any book recommendations? So my favorite book has been Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi, and it's a science fiction book that has to deal with, oh my goodness, it's it's about a kingdom that's very toxic to its people, and at some point they used to have magical powers but the kingdom took it away and the whole series is about the people gaining the power back the magical powers back um and it also ties into african spirituality so it's just like this afro futuristic Mm -hmm. situation that almost feels real time Mm -hmm. which also connects to my favorite science fiction writer octavia butler i love octavia butler we stand octavia butler so Tommy's writing is similar, I'm using air quotes, in that mm-hmm. aspect that they speak on cultural, political issues, um, and their books are timeless. Like, things that Octavia has written decades ago is very relevant to today, mm-hmm. and I think Tommy's writing is going to do the same in that regard, so... I highly recommend those two writers, especially if you're into like science fiction or Afrofuturism, um, or if you just want to kind of go on a journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite book? I don't think I asked that. A favorite book? Um, I don't think so because books they each give you something different. So for me to choose a favorite would be really difficult. But I would say that science fiction in this moment has been my favorite to mm-hmm. read just because it's different than the psychology uh, mm-hmm. things that I'm reading. And I'm also a birth worker supporting family. So I've been lately reading a lot on body feeding or breastfeeding and anatomy. So science fiction is a really nice break yeah. <laughs> from all this like academic uh, anatomy readings that I've been doing. Are there any genres of book that you just, like, you can't read it? Like, you've tried to get in, you can't get into it. Almost resonate with memoirs Mm -hmm. with you. Like, I just, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to name names, but I read a memoir that a lot of people loved. And I was like, this is boring. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not naming names. Um, I'm not throwing myself under the bus. Okay, now um, I, now I need to know. Now I have I to tell to you. I have to tell you off. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not during Women's History Month. I'm not doing. No. That. Okay. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. You won't. You won't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me while we're recording. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know about memoirs. Um, maybe I just have to read a memoir where someone I really look up to mm-hmm. or something. Oh. 
Uh, it was really nice recording right now. I'm super excited for the rest of the semester, and I'm super excited to hear the next episodes coming up from Cassandra. From here on out, we're going to be recording separately. Um, but otherwise, I'm excited to see how this semester is going to unfold. Cassandra, any closing remarks? I'm also excited to see the next interviews coming up. We'll be interviewing folks within the field, students that have submitted in the past, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a roundtable discussion with the rest of the team. So look out for that. I'm excited. Thank you for you know, doing this episode with me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that discussion as much as I did. If you're interested in seeing past editions of The Vernal Pool, check out our website, thevernalpool.ucmerced.edu, by clicking the link in the description. Past editions can also be found on our e-scholarship page, the link to which will also be in the description. UC Merced undergraduates who are interested in submitting their creative writing or visual art for publication can find detailed instructions on how to do so on our website. To make sure you catch future episodes of the Reflection Pool podcast, please consider subscribing to this channel. To connect further, please follow us on Instagram by clicking the link in the description or searching for at vernalpool underscore UCM on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Bye.